0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the In the Truck Podcast, I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today is May the 1st, which in the entire world except the United States is Labor Day, because it's the Communist Labor Day, and here in the United States it is not Labor Day. Like they use the metric system and we don't use the metric system, that kind of thing. So they have their Labor Day today and we don't. So everywhere else it's a big day. It's a communist love, Day. So today I decided not to risk it on gas station Swedish fish. Instead I went and I got zingers. Have you ever had zingers? I never had zingers in my life. So I just took a bite of one. It's like an upside down Twinkie with weird icing on it. But smaller. I don't know. (laughs) I think maybe gas station zingers are kind kind of like gas station Swedish fish. Maybe not the best choice. This is not a health this is not a health food cut podcast in general it's funny I listen to a lot of other podcasts and they're they're recorded in California and in California apparently there's some sort of food crisis and health crisis caused by eating the food the rest of the country eats and they talk about things like ketosis and uh, carnivore diet and veganism. I have no idea. It's all ridiculous. They talk about... I've heard multiple successful people talk about how they feel bad after eating pizza. Like physically ill. Where are they getting their crappy pizza that makes them physically ill? I feel fantastic after I eat pizza. <laughs> Three, four slices of pizza and a couple beers... I've never felt better in my entire life <laughs> but apparently in California there's some maybe it's with the te- te- tectonic plates or something there's something with carbohydrates they can't they can they can't digest carbohydrates Man <laughs> but anyway zingers so zingers made me think of this story <laughs> We were on vacation with the kids one time my aunt used to own she passed away my favorite aunt I've talked about her on the podcast before. But my aunt owned a a condo in Fort Lauderdale, and it was a small little condo, but it was like a half a mile from the beach or less. Basically, Fort Lauderdale, they've got um, a beach, and then there's a, a road, and the other side of the road has some businesses on it, and then right behind those businesses is a canal that's not very wide, and then there's land, and then, so there was like three buildings and then this condo building. So you could walk to the beach, but we have kids. So you can't walk to the beach because you need 400 pounds of toys and lotion and towels and snacks and everything else. Had it just been my wife and I, we probably would have walked to the beach. So there was no, either there was no coffee pot in the condo or we just didn't buy coffee. I don't remember. She let us borrow the condo. So we were over there and um, right across the street was the 7-Eleven. So I was going to the 7-Eleven to get some coffee and uh, my wife told me to bring the kids. So the time we said three. So I loaded the kids in the car and we go over there. And outside the Seven Eleven is a guy in a wheelchair with no legs from about mid-calf down. And he's in this wheelchair. He's clearly homeless, not clean guy. He's got a cell phone and he's on the cell phone and he's got it plugged into an external outlet at the Seven Eleven, So it's charging. He's got some, he's like panhandling. And I'm not big on giving people money because, well, that's another story. But I'm not big on giving homeless people money, but I do feel bad and I want to help them. So I always ask the same thing. Can I get you anything? You know, they can tell me food or water, you know, whatever. I'll do that. So I said, can I get you anything? And he said, yeah, absolutely. And I said, let me get you water. It's Florida, you know. It's hot. It was summertime in Florida. It was hot. Even though it was early in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, it's like 95 degrees. And I said, let me get you some water. And he said, okay. And I said, you hungry? And he goes, yeah. And I said, what can I get you to eat? And he said, Zingers. (laughs) But not those crummy vanilla ones, only the chocolate ones. (laughs) And uh, I thought it was funny because he's this guy and he's begging for money and he's got no legs and he's in a wheelchair and he's very picky about which snacks he wants from the (laughs) 7-Eleven. So I got him the chocolate Zingers. But until today, I never ate one. So I saw it and I thought, I'm going to give that a try. But it just made me think of that guy. And that also made me think, there's a Rancid song where he says in the song, I cried when I had no shoes until I met the man with no feet. And it just made me think of that, man. Like, you see a guy like that and you think your life is tough and it's not. That guy's got a tougher life than you. And I don't know what his situation was. I don't know why he was in a wheelchair. I don't know any of that, but why he was homeless. But he's got it rough. There's no doubt about it. You should be grateful for your feet. Because what would life be like without your feet? Not good. So I kind of want to talk about what's going on in current. Yesterday I said explicitly not current events. So today we do a little bit of current events. So President Trump, by threatening and mocking the dictator of North Korea, ended a 68-year-long war. Everyone in the media said that he was going to create a nuclear war, and that it it was misguided and horrible, and they were so terrified, and there was that false alarm in Hawaii, and people freaked out, and people in California said Trump was starting a nuclear war. All ridiculous. Every president, up until Trump, when the North Koreans act crazy and shoot missiles, give them tons of money. So it's like feeding the pigeons, man. They... They learn, right? So if you act crazy and get paid, then what do you do when you need money? You got crazy. So he's out there acting crazy, shooting missiles, saying he's going to start a war with South Korea and, a, and whatever. It was a thing. His dad did it. His grandfather did it. When you need money, you act crazy. And the West shows up in, with their checkbook. So Trump didn't do that. Instead, he said he's going to blow him up and then started making fun of him. So people are like, oh, Trump's technique worked and brought him to the table and the threat no none of that the guy just realized he wasn't going to cash in he's running out of money running a communist scam country is really expensive the chinese have pretty much cut them off they've mined that place to absolute death the united states changed the currency so the north koreans couldn't counterfeit it because they were the largest counterfeit of u.s currency by far in the history of ever and so the u.s cut them off by changing the currency this last time they've got nothing You can't run a communist sham country on fumes. So they needed an injection of cash to keep it going. They didn't get it. They realized Trump wasn't going to give them any money. So then what do you do? You go to the negotiating table and you end your war. And you end your stupid expensive nuclear program. They had the nuclear program just to get money. It makes them more threatening and scarier and it gets them more money. I think the last time they got a couple billion dollars. Anyway. So Trump's tactics worked if his plan was to cut them off financially. If his plan was to threaten them into oblivion, then obviously that's ridiculous. But anyway, so that all happened. Big news. And then on Saturday night, we had the White House Correspondents Dinner. So last year, Trump Trump uh, changed the script, flipped the script a little bit by... Um, Not going. He had a rally, I think, in Pennsylvania. This year he did it again. He didn't go, and he, he had a rally in Michigan, which, from all accounts, was extraordinarily successful. I guess they they sold the place out and had people outside trying to get in, and, which is interesting because Michigan's, I think, one of those states like a swing state could go either way. But so he's very popular there still. And they had a comedian ro- do a roast. I think they always have a comedian do a roast. It's on C-SPAN. I don't watch. Who watches it? I don't watch it. I'm pretty sure it's always a comedian, always doing a roast. And when you go and do a roast, you make fun of everybody. That's how it works. And this comedian made fun of everybody. So when I saw, I didn't watch it, but when I saw the representation of it, it was that she was crass and cruel, and especially to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And um, So I thought, well, if I'm going to criticize it, I should watch it. So full disclosure, I am a fan of comedy, generally speaking. And uh, so I watched it. it. I don't know, man. It wasn't any of those things. It wasn't cruel. She wasn't overly cruel to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. She she called her a liar, which isn't maybe 100% accurate. She told a terrible... She had a terrible line in a setup for a joke about abortion. But the line following it... Which I, I'm as pro-life as you possibly can be. be. But in the line following the horrible abortion line... She said, "Oh, you can groan all you want, but," and she was not she was not a good comedian. She was reading her jokes. She wasn't performing it. So clearly, that was in there. So the line that you're mad about was in there to get a groan out of the audience. That was the point. She did that. She made fun of CNN. I just think she wasn't that funny. Like, at the end of the day, like I don't think she did anything horribly offensive or evil or cruel or whatever. She's obviously lefty. They got her from the Daily Show, which is fine. But she did go after the CNN. She made fun of print media. Um, but she just wasn't terribly funny, I think is the, maybe the problem. I don't know. I think they should get bigger named people. Right? Get somebody famous. Or just don't do it. I don't know. But this poor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, poor Trump thing is silly. Like Those are tough people who can handle themselves. I don't think Sarah Huckabee Sanders needs anyone to fit from the mean comedian. Like, she's a tough lady. Very admirable woman. And then there's Kanye. (coughs) Kanye, Kanye. So Kanye West came out and said he supports the President of the United States. No, no, that's not what happened. He came out and said that he liked the way Candace Owens thinks. And Candace Owens is a conservative woman... Who happens to be African American, and her main cause or whatever is that she um, is opposed to Black Americans feeling like they're um, not able to achieve things on their own. That like victim, the victim mindset. She opposes that. So Kanye came out and said he supported that. So the left went crazy. Because they cannot have black people who are respected by other black people saying anything nice about conservatives, conservatives ever. It must be all yay, Democrats. Democrats, 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 Democrats. Which, and other people have said this, but which basically proves that you're not uh, someone who actually supports African Americans. If you said... I 100% want my children to succeed in life and they were adults and they had their own opinion and you told, you got mad and said they can't have that opinion, then you're, you're a liar. And if you say that you are the, the political party that represents African Americans in our country, while at, the same, while at the same time demanding that they agree with you about everything, How much more ridiculous can it get? Like, that's the most racist thing I can imagine. All right, lynching. Lynching's the most racist thing I can imagine. The second most racist thing I can imagine is saying that you know what black people's opinions must be. And what political party they must support. So that's going on. So then... As the backlash to that started, Kanye came out and doubled down on it and said that he loved President Trump. And that he didn't agree with him about everything. He threw that caveat in there. But that he loves him. And I think he said something that Charlie Sheen said about Dragon's Blood or, I don't know, something. Eye of the Tiger. I forget. Something like that. So, then he spent three days tweeting about thinking for yourself... And being of an advanced consciousness. I think maybe he took a DMT trip at some point here. And they kept attacking him and attacking him and attacking him. His wife came out to defend him against these mean people on Twitter. Which I don't think he needed, but she likes attention. So... For three or four days, conservative America went crazy being excited about Kanye, who, who is a crazy person. Let, let's not forget <laughs> being on their side. So if a crazy person's on your side, that's not that good. He didn't stop being crazy when he said he liked the way Candace Owens thinks so that he loved Donald Trump. The conservative America went all kinds of excited. Ooh, we got a celebrity on our team. It's like Joy Reid syndrome. Remember her, that liar that pretended to like Trump to get attention for herself and sell records? Yeah. It was a Scientologist, but pretended to be a Christian to get the attention of Trump supporters. Anyway... What did I say? Joy Reed? It was either Joy Reed or Joy Villa. Which one? One of them. One's a crazy leftist who got in trouble for hating gays, and the other one's a crazy Scientologist who got in trouble for pretending to be a Christian who liked Trump. All y'all out there named Joy maybe are trouble. Anyway. So, <laughs> they went all kinds of crazy. Woo! We got a celebrity on our team! Yes! And then Kanye came out with a picture of the girl Emma Gonzalez from Parkland, the radicalist of the radical leftist kids that got trotted out by CNN to scream about gun control. The one that talked about, I don't know, whatever, she wore a Cuban flag on her jacket and gave a speech about how to fix America. Anyway, so Kanye sent out a tweet of her picture and said that she's his favorite person or something. And then conservative Twitter's like, what? What happened? He was on our team. He was one of us. No, he's a crazy person. Now, it doesn't make anything he says necessarily right or wrong. It just makes him unpredictable and inconsistent. I actually don't know any Kanye West music unless I know it by accident. So if he's on the radio, I might know it. But I don't think I do. The only thing I knew him from was when he attacked Taylor Swift on the stage of some awards show. Which I didn't see that either, but I saw clips of it. He's not very tall. But anyway... Guys, listen. If somebody comes out and says they agree with you, that's fine. Don't get super excited. Just because they agree with you on one little thing. Good Lord. Especially not when it's someone you know is a crazy person. So he loves Trump and Emma Gonzalez. There you go. Kanye, Kanye. But really, it's not Kanye, Kanye. It's all you nutty people who got all excited. But then I heard that they came out and said... The Democrats wanted to double down on their racism, so they came out and said that they thought that the Russians had gotten to American celebrities, especially black celebrities, and they were turning them against black America, which means the Democrat Party. So now, you're not, not only are you not smart enough to have an opinion, but if you do manage to have an opinion, it's because the Russians got to you. How does that make you feel as a person, as a human being? Forget the color of your skin. Forget identity politics. As a human being with your own opinion and your own mind and your own thoughts, what is it like to be told to think a certain way and to be called names if you don't? I would imagine that stinks. And some interesting polling data shows that it, black America also thinks it stinks. So, that's happening. What was the other big news this week? Something else happened. Okay, now I remember so apparently Israel drove a U-Haul to Tehran broke into their secret nuclear uh, document warehouse stole all their secret nuclear documents and brought them back to Israel and then released them which they should have just sent them to WikiLeaks because that would have been funny but that's not what happened But basically, it spells out the fact that Iran was laughing the whole time the rest of the world, 23 countries, including the United States of America, where the deal that was struck was called fantastic by then-President Obama, then-Candidate Clinton, then-Secretary of State John Kerry, a whole bunch of people in Congress, and the news media heralded that is the greatest deal ever. Well, it turns out Iran took the money. They were taking notes of North Korea. And apparently, we flew a 747 full of cash over there. Now, that's not an expression. Apparently, we literally filled the plane with $100 bills and flew it to Iran and gave it to them. I don't know why it had to be cash. Maybe they don't want to pay tax on it. I'm not sure. Anyway, apparently they kept their nuclear program going. They just moved everything and hid hit it from everyone. And they are still going ahead with building a nuclear weapon. Now, this falls under the news that is a news category because while it's certainly noteworthy and certainly interesting, and I would love to get some more details about how the Israelis managed to take fifty. ...tons of documents... ...out of Iran... ...but anyway... uh, ...I don't know that it's a surprise... ...I think that... ...rational people who understood the situation... ...at the time said that that was exactly... ...what was going to happen... ...and they were poo-pooed by the... ...powers-that-be in Congress... ...executive branch of government and the media... ...because remember... ...for eight years under Obama media and the president were on the same team. And so they didn't criticize him for anything. When he killed babies at weddings and mourners at funerals, with his drone strike program, and when he said he was going to end the war and didn't end the war, and when he said he was going to leave Guantanamo and didn't leave Guantanamo, when he had an American citizen who was also a 16-year-old boy executed on purpose with no... no uh, trial of any kind, the media just kind of let it go, let that slide, he's our boy, so now with Trump he gets the opposite treatment. but that's a different story for a different day, everyone knew Iran was just going to take the money, like North Korea just takes the money, that the, the only way they have a bargaining chip at all is if they have a nuclear program, They're also surrounded by nuclear states, China, Pakistan, India, Israel, Russia, essentially is the borders of Iran. The only sort of country in between there is uh, Iraq, but they're a mess. They're surrounded by nuclear, Uh, and yeah, so they, uh, they want to defend themselves, and it's essential The new world, in order to get the crazy guy money, in order to be the crazy country that gets paid off by the left, I actually meant to say West, but left works too. In order to be that guy, you got to have nukes. So Iran needs the nukes, because that's the only way they're going to get the money for being the crazy guy. So that was the other news that isn't really news. So there's a bunch of stuff coming up, quick housekeeping, a bunch of stuff coming up. Um, I'm working on the idea of having video to go along with this and putting it on YouTube. But that's, some, that's a way over my head, technologically speaking, so I have to get other people involved. So, also as part of that, I am considering a Patreon to try to raise a very small amount of money to pay people who are smarter than me to help figure out how to film this, edit it, and put it on YouTube. Yesterday's episode of the Patriarchy was funny. It was timed perfectly because a woman went on this epic rant on Twitter about toxic masculinity. 110 Toxic masculinity things So I responded to each and every one of them separately I actually had a lot of fun with it I thought it was a good time She didn't respond to any of them <laughs> But anyway She picked on Ed Lattimore a little bit Later on towards the end She was running out of steam And she started retweeting Ed Lattimore tweets They were retweets of her tweets But anyway I I digress That was fun. If you have a Twitter, go check that out. Uh, What else? Uh, Web, Patreon. That's about it. That's all that's going on. Tuesday. That's our Tuesday. So we had a little current events. and Oh, the weather. I always tell you all about the weather. Today it's about 70 degrees outside. It's kind of cloudy, but not too bad. The sun was out earlier. So May is starting off wonderfully beautiful weather beautiful grass is turning green it rained for three days and now the sun's out so that's like the perfect thing so listen i hope you all have a fantastic day thank you for tuning in the podcast please share it with your friends tell your friends about the podcast they can learn about the patriarchy and hear my stupid jokes and my dumb stories about homeless people with no feet and cake products Where would they be without cake product stories? All right, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow.